the college basketball experience national championship reaction show on the Sports Gambling Podcast Networks brought to you by Shady Rays. Yes, go to shadyrays.com, use the promo code SGPN for 50% off two plus pairs of polarized sunglasses. We're also brought to you by the Golf Gambling Podcast, Taylor Made Stealth Two Driver Giveaway. Yes, head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash driver to enter today before the big drawing on April 8th. We're also brought to you by Baseball Money is Fake. Yes, our fantasy baseball podcast. Join uh, Blake and Ryan three times a week and get all the player breakdowns and statistical data that you will need to dominate. So check them out and remember, as always, to let it ride. Hey, what's up, you degenerate gamblers? This is Bill Burr. And you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride, baby. Listening to well, my name is Colby Swinging Database Dan, aka Pick Don D. That's not a pick. This is a pick. He was raised in the land down under, where a man thinks on his feet, speaks with his fists, and lives by his wits. When Don D happened, he was a superstar. Sometimes maybe good, sometimes maybe shit. Sometimes maybe good, sometimes maybe shit. Sometimes it may be good, sometimes it may be shit. Sometimes it may be good, sometimes it may be shit. Well, I'm sorry. I, I just had to do that for every time I faded the uh, the uh, the Yukon Huskies in the big dance. Shout out to the Yukon Huskies for getting it done. And I'll give a special shout out to, uh, well, all the people in the chat that uh, rode Yukon. Yeah. Shout out to David. David, long time listener, big fan. Uh, I'm a big fan of David. How about that? Let's reverse it here. All right, let's go. Uh, you guys were awesome. You guys were awesome. And uh, look, this is proof that if I knew really 100% of what the fuck I was talking about, I wouldn't be talking to you. Shout out to the Yukon Huskies as they get it done. And we're going to break it all down. We're going to talk about the future for both programs great basketball season five championships in 25 years we're going to talk all about it i am joined by my co-host give it up for former former video coordinator for bob huggins and frank martin host of the ride and rush show host of the nfl gambling podcast give it up for ryan mcintyre how you doing brother what is going on, man? Uh, the season is over, and hey, let's start looking ahead to next year. But can, first, congrats to UConn, five championships in 25 years. They are blue blood. I, I think we ended that discussion. Oh, I would have called them a blue blood before that, but uh, same. We, we, I mean, I did on this very show. It's like, what do you mean? People complain it's not a blue blood. UConn's a fucking blue blood. Uh, I am joined also by 
The man behind the man behind the man. I don't fucking know what his introduction is, but he hosts the college baseball experience. He's behind the scenes, always pressing buttons like a fucking wizard over there. You know, give it up for Noah Beanick. How you doing, Noah? How's it going, fellas? Thanks for having me on the show again. Um, you know, I'll open it up with this shout out to uh, Andrew Hurley, son of Dan Hurley. Um from one coach's kid to another, that guy, he got to play in all six games and he dribbled out the final dribbled it out to the final whistle. So I thought oh. that was pretty cool. Oh, I mean, sure. Sure. I, I think that's, that's cool. Part of a national championship winning team. You'll have that forever. Yeah. You'll be meeting up with that same team the rest of your life. Once a, you know, once every couple of years talking about the good old days. Uh, I mean, shout out to, uh, I mean, <laughs> let's talk about five national championships in 25 years. No, no, no. Let's talk about the game first. Okay. Uh, I don't want to make any excuses. UConn was clearly the better team. I thought San Diego state, you know, I know that San UConn actually ended up turning the ball over more if on the final stat sheet, but I think the shocking thing to me in the first half was the way San Diego state turned the ball over. I know they're not a good offensive shooting team, but they have been better at protecting the ball than UConn this year. And they were throwing the ball everywhere that stood out to me. You can't get down 16. Look, I get it. You kept be coming back game after game after game. And I was right on this, that uh, I, I thought you had to keep it between eight and 10. You get it up to 16. It's too much work for a, not a good offensive team. Also, you see this graphic here and, and they're talking about the thumbnail. I actually, you know what? Flag on the play. Let's talk about this. Cam Kerr. Shout out to our guy, Cam Kerr, who does the graphics. I believe that he ruined my bet. Oh, <laughs> hear me out here, folks. Hear me out here. He played. A, so I asked for this graphic. I said, dude, I need a national championship graphic, right? I was assuming he was going to build me too. And he goes, here's San Diego state. Cause they're winning this fucking thing. Right. He did the <laughs> same with TCU and football. Right. He did the same with Texas A&M in the SEC championship game too with me. And the Big 12 championship he put TCU which they lost to Kansas State and the Army Navy game. So from the start we were <laughs> fucked. Uh, when I saw that when I when I when I woke up this morning and when I saw the graphic, I don't know, this afternoon I was like fuck. And then I saw Barkley go, go on San Diego state. And I'm like, Oh, we're, we're completely fucked. We are, we are completely fucked. I respected uh, it because he, I feel like he picked UConn on Saturday and he only went San Diego state just to be the contrarian guy. He goes, Hey, let me see if I can be the one guy pound my chest on San Diego. State. An, I, I respected the, it. It's the network. They told him to fall on the sword. Somebody and had to guy. pick. Him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They did. Oh man. But, but look, I, okay. So here's my, here's my only complaint with the game. And I, like I said, I think UConn would have won this game. Probably, probably no matter what. Right. But San Diego, the second half was so tightly called. Oh, yeah. It was impossible for San Diego state. In my opinion, the way that San Diego state plays basketball, if the second half was called that way in the Charleston game, Charleston would have beat San Diego and uh, San Diego state in the first round because they're too physical of a team. And if you're going to call it that light, you're fucked. Even though they cut it to five and, and, and I know uh shout out to Lavelle Moten, uh, the North Carolina central uh, head coach. Cause I know he was tweeting out that the Hawkins shot was the biggest shot of the game. And it was, it was, but still they were already in the penalty by that point. 
And, you know, I'm not making an excuse. UConn was the better fucking team in every phase of the game, pretty much. Um, but I thought if you're going to call it like that, San Diego State doesn't really have a chance. Now, they did show some heart, get it cutting it to five. Um, Hawkins made the three. They also had a timeout with the guy uh, at the free throw line. It was an eight point game. And I'm thinking, hey, if he, it was a one and one for him, if he makes two, cuts it to six. Maybe we have something, but shout out to UConn for getting it done. They were the better team. They're clearly the more talented team. I mean, San Diego State. Well, have you guys talk about it now before I I dive into the future of of both these programs? Uh, Mac, what'd you make of the game? Yeah, I, UConn definitely deserved to win the game. They were the better team. They're up sixteen, but from an actual spread standpoint, I kind of feel like we got a little jobbed here. I mean. UConn's in the double bonus with 14 minutes left in the second half. Are you shitting me after the way that they let them play in the first half? Now, if they had called it tight in the first half and then they call it tight in the second half, then I'd be like, all right, but you can't come out and call it tight in the second half. And when San Diego state's making their run two calls, 30 feet from the basket oh. on, on non, like not, and, non- and, and, and dude, I know yeah, Nance is retiring. On. But to me, that whole broadcasting team—how are you not questioning that? I, that they, we didn't—we didn't see replays yeah. of that. I don't even know. Like, I thought the calls were light based on the call, but please show us a fucking replay so we can re- like in this day and age where we see every fucking replay. How are these pivotal plays? Are we not able to see the replay? I don't understand. You know what I mean? Like it, that call was was tough, man. I think that was on. Uh, who was that on? That was on. That put it was Hawkins on. Uh, Trim- right? It was on. No, it was no, on. No. Trammell got called for one, and uh, Butler got called for one. It, it was. Yeah. Come, come on, man. It, you're, you're calling it 30 feet from the basket, and I know people in the chat are like, "Oh, they were grabbing them all game." UConn was fouling the shit out of them too. Now, I mean, it, and then they were not calling anything at the rim on Sonogo. The, the one time Butler went up for a layup, and Sonogo slides up under him, uh, takes a contact. Should have been an and one, no call because he's Sonogo. I mean. San Diego State got a terrible whistle in the second half. UConn deserved to win the game, but yes. they, they robbed us of both, a good finish with that. Both, both can be accurate. Both can yes. be accurate. Now, now I, like I said, I think UConn probably wins the game no matter what, but it should have been a closer game, I thought, down the stretch. But also, San Diego State, San Diego State got down 16 points. I thought, I, like, when I was uh, talking about the game, I thought San Diego state was going to do their best. Cause we know this is the national championship. So I was like, they're going to keep it within eight. I think they're going to be, remember I took UConn first half. I think it was going to be like, okay, eight, 10, something somewhere in that range, 16. You can't, yeah, it and it got back much. up to 15 in the second half. So like, I, I just think that's tough. I just think that's tough, but uh, Hey, shout out to UConn. They, uh, their team has a lot of good players. And, you know, I think uh, cause some of those threes were so cutthroat. Uh, like, n- obviously, the Hawkins won when the league got cut to five, but also uh, a couple that happened when San Diego State hit a big three. The very next possession, UConn hit a three. <clears throat> and that happened twice. And it kind of ruined the momentum. So, uh, Daquan, you're going to miss the live chat. We're still going to be here talking college football, yeah. talking college basketball, talking college baseball. We are still going to be here. Look, I, this is my job. This is my life guys. All right. I talk, talk fucking college sports. All right. We'll be here. Um, you got to talk Eddie Lampkin to Colorado here coming up. Yeah. 
Yeah, we got to talk about Tristan Newton being a sandbagging son of a bitch and leaving the greatest institution in the history of this planet to go get a cheap national championship. Yeah. All right. I'll tell you what, he was damn he was, good the, this was last couple of Automatic from the free throw line, too. Yeah. yeah. Like when UConn was going through their wall, he was playing like crap. But when he started playing more consistently, he had a triple double that one game. I'm drawing a blank. We we've the, recapped so many games over the last four months that I don't know what game it was. He had a triple double, and I'm like, you know what? If he plays like that, I don't know who could beat him. I mean, and he literally played like that the whole March Madness. He he was terrific these last uh, this last month and a half. The two right. halves today were basically the halves of the season for UConn. Today he had four turnovers in the first five minutes of the game and one throughout the rest of it. You look at the season, and honestly, I was really high on UConn in the preseason. They were the best team in November. They were the best team in December. They hit a rut in January, and they finished as the best team in March and the best team in April. So it, it pretty much resembles how Newton played throughout the year. True. That's a that's yeah. a fair point. That is a very fair point. Five national championships in 25 years. And yet, I feel like if I was to stop Joe Schmo on the street, uh, or at, uh, if I went to a local sports bar, well, not here in California, because they're probably watching like fucking Man United or some shit. But uh, you know what I mean, uh, somewhere. Uh, and I, I, I was to uh, ask them, you know, who's the best college football or college football, college basketball program in the past twenty-five years? I guarantee you, Kansas, Kentucky, Duke, and North Carolina would all come before UConn. UCLA too. Yeah. And maybe even Michigan state. Some might even say, but, or Arizona or something, but UConn best by far the best. Now there's, there's no arguing. The only team that's even close is, is your brother's team Duke, because they got what uh, five in the last 30 years. If you extended a 91 and 92, they're the only team that has five championships with UConn over the last 30 years. Yeah. yeah there is a, a good stat about UConn too. Like uh, only three teams in the NCAA tournament uh, seated third or worse in the last 15 years have won a national championship. It was UConn in 2011 as a three seed UConn in 2014 as a seven seed and UConn this year as a four seed. Hang on. We're going to talk more. I never remember my times. Um <laughs> Folks, I want to tell you that the the uh, the college basketball experience is brought to you by Shady Rays. Yes, uh, look, kick off the new year with uh, you know some new gear that's built to last. Our friends at Shady Rays have you covered from the sun to the slopes with premium polarized shades, customizable snow goggles, and much much more. Uh, Shady Rays is an independent sunglass company that offers a world-class product that's just as good as any uh, expensive pair that we've ever worn. Durable frames, extremely clear optics for outdoor adventures. That's not all. Shady Rays offers the most insane protection in all of uh, eyewear. Every pair of sunglasses is backed by uh, lost and broken replacements. Look, if you lose a pair, look, maybe you're Dan, maybe you're in fucking Houston. Just absolutely. You're a big Yukon fan. You're out, at, you're out there tonight. You're dancing around, you know, you brought the sunglasses cause it was daytime when you went into that filthy stadium. And then all of a sudden, uh, you know, you're jumping up and down at mid court and your fucking glasses fall down. You don't even care because UConn just won their fifth natty, but you're dancing. You're just stepping on them. Everyone's stepping on them as they're jumping up and down. Well, no problem. 
go back. When you get back home, you you file up. Uh, you go to Shady Rays. You say, "Look, sunglasses didn't didn't uh, didn't handle the uh, the Final Four, the national championship, and uh, they're gonna send you a new one." Boom, just like that. No questions asked. They're not even. Yeah, that's the best part about it. They're not gonna be, send us a photo. No, no, they're just gonna send you a new one. Boom. Wear your Shady Rays with confidence because they have uh, they have your back long after your purchase. With Shady Rays, you could look uh, good and you can feel good. To uh, to date, they have donated over 20 million uh, meals to fight hunger. You know, with feeding America, gotta love that. Their heart's in the right place, and that's all that matters. Uh, if you don't love them, exchange for a new pair or return them for free within 30 days. There's no risk when you shop with Shady Rays. Their team always has your back. And right now, exclusively for our listeners, Shady Rays is giving you the best deal of the new year. Go to ShadyRays.com. Use the promo code SGPN for 50% off two-plus pairs of polarized sunglasses. Yep. Um, We're back. And look, I see some fucking idiots in the chat here that said, ah, you guys are fucking idiots. How many times do I have to explain? Yes, I will own that I'm an idiot. I've been saying that since day one on this fucking show. We've got right? that sound bite. We play pretty much every show at the yes. beginning of it. You know, it's absolutely <laughs> hilarious. People like I don't uh, like if we picked every game correctly, <laughs> the show wouldn't exist. Yes, I would never <laughs> talk to you. I would have no desire to talk to you. You realize that? <laughs> I would have no desire to talk to you. Right. But we're not going to bullshit you. I really believe that San Diego State was able to win this game today. I really thought they had a good matchup, right? I really believe that. I uh, can't go 12 minutes. Well, I guess you can in other games, but against UConn, you can't go 12 minutes without scoring. And I feel like that was the most pivotal point of the game. That and the Hawkins three. But uh, but yeah. So anyway, if you're in the chat saying you're idiots, fuck you. And uh, yeah, I don't care. You think I'm going to lose any sleep if you don't listen to this fucking show? Let's be honest. Do you think? Do you think? All right. Uh, let's talk about the future of this these teams because I was looking at this today and I'm like, Sonobo's only a junior. We saw Toshibe get paid to come back. I, I, I don't think Sonobo would be a first-round draft pick. Am I crazy? By the way, shout out to him. Most outstanding player during Ramadan. That's that is that, incredible. incredible. That is incredible. very underrated. Yes, yes, yes. And dude, some of the in the first half specifically, he got the ball in the post like three or four times. He made the bucket on like perfect defense. I, I yeah. was me and me and Stack and the Money Green were talking, and I was like, dude, you can't defend that any better. You cannot defend that any better. And he made it. Great fucking player, man. Uh, I got I got to give Hurley some credit too. Some of the sets he runs to get Sonogo oh, angles and position. I thought to get the, the same guy, thing. I I'm like the that's same some, thing today. I was as like, a basketball mind, I'm like that's some good shit he's running to get that that post entry where he runs it to Jackson and then they. I've never seen anybody ball screen. Clinging um, too. Into clinging the post. too. Yes. Yeah. And it's like that. I, that's some creative shit. So uh, yeah, shout out to Dan Hurley. I mean, especially and, in this game, I felt like they were very very good at doing that. Yep. And I will say this too. Somebody mentioned this in the chat. This is the third UConn coach that's won a national championship too. That's, that's what's unique about UConn. It's not just Mike Krzyzewski at Duke and that big runner, Roy Williams, I guess Roy Williams and Dean Smith, but I mean, they've had multiple coaches now, Dan Hurley, Kevin Ollie and Jim Calhoun. Yeah. 
I mean, Ke- the Kevin Alley thing, I know it ended sour and I think he sued Still the university or yeah. something. Yeah. <laughs> but he wanted that, that. That was the one of the craziest runs ever because I feel like they weren't even going to make the tournament. Shaz. They didn't have that full court shot against Cincinnati <laughs> yeah. in the AAC uh, tournament or whatever. Uh, uh, I mean, look, I look at this team. So if Sonogo comes back, which I think he should, because I'm not saying this because I love college basketball. If anything, <clears throat> I would like to see a different champion, but uh, I think it'd probably be, do you think he'd be a first round NBA draft pick? I don't think he would. Would you? No, not at all. Yeah. The NBA, the NBA, this is what's so weird. Like with the way the NBA has transformed into these, these five men just got to be so wiry. They got to be just rim protectors and rim runners like deer. This old school basketball that we've uh, grown up and loved, it, it doesn't exist in the NBA anymore. And that's what's cool about this UConn team. The po- the postman and college basketball is alive and well, baby. It is. And I love yes. it. I'm here for it. So look, Sonogo can I bet you it, it, like I'm saying this if I was his if I was his best friend or his brother, I would say, dude, check your options. You know, you can have an agent now, but pretty sure you can come back for like a million dollars. I'm pretty sure UConn's got money. I'm sure they can tie this into a business. New York city's right. Fucking there. Get yourself paid. All right. If, if there's not sure, go play pro ball, wherever I'm sure you could play pro ball. Maybe you don't get drafted in the NBA. Maybe you're playing ball in fucking France. I have no idea, but uh, I would consider my options. And especially the fact that you would have a chance to repeat as a national champion, which doesn't happen very often in the sport. So that would be uh, also a motivating factor, but obviously the money. Um, but look, we know Jordan Hawkins is going to be in the NBA. He's gone, right? Ray Allen, Rip Hamilton, Jordan Hawkins. He's the next yes. guy. Yeah, yeah. He's playing in yeah. the NBA. <laughs> yeah. He translates. <laughs> Dude, some of those shots, he's like, God, he's smooth. He's just I fucking thought I was smooth. watching Ray Allen yeah. and Rip yeah. Hamilton. I was yeah. like, God damn. Uh, Tristan Newton. ECU guy is the, the, I, I look, we don't want you back in Greenville. All right. We don't like, if you're considering, maybe you got a girlfriend, if you're considering hitting the portal, we don't want you in Greenville. Um, just, just so you know, you, you take your fucking ring. All right. Uh, and have fun, but no, he should, he should come back too. Cause look, he has the COVID eligibility. He has the COVID eligibility. So he's played four years, but he, if he uses the COVID year, he can come back, which I think, think he would right and probably can get some coin nil wise uh then you have caravan he's a freshman he will be back you got Klingon. he's a freshman he will be back andre jackson is a junior and even with that he is he hasn't used his covid eligibility in a way he's only a sophomore um uh then you have uh Calcaterra. Okay, he is he is your one guy gone. So Calcaterra and and uh and Hawkins are gone. But Aline, the Virginia Tech transfer, he's he he should be back uh if he uses his COVID eligibility, which I would once again, maybe you can get some coin. Uh Daria, whatever from the other Virginia Tech slash AM transfer. He's going to be back. This team is going to be loaded again next year. Uh, guys, should we just mention that they're going to be preseason number one? Or if Sonogo's back, they're preseason number one, right? I mean, I, I can't imagine a world where they're not. Talk to me on this one, Mac. I, I think 
I think Sonogo might leave. I think I don't think he should, but I I don't. He may get somebody in his head saying your stock will never be this high. I got a mock draft pulled up right now. It says late second round, but man, if I'm him, I come back and I could uh, I I could uh, be the national player of the year once again and have a chance, like you said, to be the same or the first team to repeat since what uh, the Florida Gators in 06 and 07. I definitely I definitely think. Uh, he should come back, but you never know with these kids. I actually think Tristan Newton, not this year, but the next year, could play in the NBA one day. I think he's so too. The, he's got I the think size. So too. Get his hand. Had a he stayed tighter. at East Carolina yeah. and wasn't just trying to grab a championship, you know what I mean, and go to the top team? Like I thought he could develop and yeah. make the NBA, but now you know he's just he's just you know he's say, along he's for the ride. The NBA at ECU. <laughs> <laughs> hey, fuck you. Uh, yeah. No. Uh, yeah, I mean, I I think uh, Noah. What do you think? UConn preseason number one next year, pending Sonogo returns. I I don't really have much else to add to the conversation. I haven't really kept up with the whole recruiting, and who knows what the transfer portal is going to add. So I, I think you guys covered it pretty well. Um, I've just been scrolling through social media, any clips or anything I've been tweeting out from TC. So oh, okay, I, I think the two clear uh, <laughs> NBA guys are. Hawkins and Jackson. Jackson's a freak athletically. Yeah. He, he definitely translated the next level. Jackson as a three D guy that can defend, but he defends. Yes. Yeah. 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 Um, I mean, I just feel like uh, they're going to be loaded again next year, especially like Sonogo. Am I am I wrong? I know the chat is saying he's going pro, like in what China. I don't think he's going to be a first round yeah. NBA draft pick, but you never know. The NBA is weird because the second round. You know, I grew up a Washington Bullets fan where they would just draft guys to to basically please the fan base. They knew they had no shot to play in the NBA. They're like, no, yeah, we're going to do a draft where we take Muggsy Bogues and Manu Bull. You know what I mean? We'll get the shortest guy, the biggest guy. It'll be like the fucking circus when you come to the U.S. Air Arena, right? Uh, so maybe, maybe they go for a name that can get fans excited. I just don't know that his game fits the NBA. I think he, I, I don't no, think he doesn't. Yeah, I don't think he'll be playing in the NBA. So, and David's saying UConn's got a top five class coming in. Watch out, they're back. I yeah, I got I got to look who the who's coming in with the freshman class because at this point you don't even look at the freshman almost now. You just want to say who hey, who are they getting in the portal because the portal is such a shit show. I mean, we got yeah. guys that were all league guys that are in the portal right now. It's such a shit show, but look at what the national champion just did. They grabbed their point guard out of the portal, and all four teams in the Final Four were all experienced and used the portal uh, at least somewhat to get a starter. Well, yeah, I mean, I mean, even Aline and 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 uh, Daria, but both uh, three guys from the portal that that oh, yeah. play su- substantial minutes here. Were um, there any like big freshman recruit in the Final Four this year? Off the top of my head, Klingon. Yeah, I was about to say like that because well, he wasn't a character, but he was, he, was he, also he, a freshman. Yeah, he redshirted. Uh, Klingon did, but uh, yeah, no, I mean not not that it's a shit show to battle. Well, I mean, I could argue that it's it's some of these guys should stay, but I mean it's a shit show because it's this guy's going in the portal. Fifteen minutes later, a next guy's going in the portal. It's like you can't even keep up with half these names. Yeah, yeah. All right, look, we're gonna talk about the Aztecs here in a second, but I want to tell you that. The college basketball experience is brought to you by uh, driver giveaway. Yes. We're brought to you by the golf gambling podcast and their tailor made driver contest. The contest is completely free to enter and you have a chance to win an awesome tailor 
made driver. So what are you doing folks? The drawing will take place Sunday, April 8th. So uh, make sure, make sure to get in by going to sports gambling podcast.com slash driver. That's sports gambling podcast.com slash driver. Um, I want to talk about the Aztecs because, okay, we know they're a, a that was, they, they lost, they're going to lose a ton of players here, but they've kind of built this culture over like the past 15 years. And you did this the hard way, in my opinion, right? And you got this, you got to the national championship, you lost. Okay. But this is a fucking moment where I do believe I, I, I made this same statement on this show. By the time football season kicks off, I fully anticipate. So when that first game hits week zero and wherever Dublin, fucking Ireland, when Notre Dame and Navy play, I expect San Diego state to have been announced to go to either the big 12 or the PAC 12. Right. I'd be shocked, honestly, if, if that was not the case, because if not, then the PAC 12 is just fucking stupid. But, um, uh, I just think that's coming. So what can you do now? San Diego state, you know, uh, Darian, uh, Darian, uh, Trammell can use the COVID eligibility. So he could be back. Um, Bradley's gone. Lamont Butler is back. Um, Lede is, I think he's gone. Yeah. No, I think he can use the COVID eligibility too, which is fucking fascinating. Um, he's at Ohio state and TCU. He can, I think he can use the COVID eligibility. I have to double check because he's been all around the world, but uh, uh, Micah Parrish is back. Right or should be back unless he hits the portal. Uh, Kashad Johnson um, is a guy that can use once again. He can use the COVID eligibility and come back. Right. Um, Mensa, I believe, is gone. Yes, Mensa. Mensa's gone. I'm fairly certain Mensa's gone. What's that red shirt number? Because in 19, Mensa only played in 13 games. What is that number? Like I know in football, they have a number of games where you can play. I I, I want to say it's, it's like eight, seven, eight games or less. Okay. So yeah. he's gone. Mensa's gone. Uh, then you have Sieko, uh, who is gone. I believe. Yes. Sieko has gone. Um, a Rop from Nebraska. This kid can still No, He's gone too. So they're going to have some turnover. I know, I know I just read an article about they're going to attack the portal pretty like Dutcher during this trip in Houston has been actually, you know, uh, engaging with, with players uh, potentially for the portal, but they got a cap. So you went the hard way. You got there. This program could be so fucking big time if they, so if they continue to be like, get the type of players they get, but also I feel like did, did this platform, did this platform get them some bigger top name guys? And I think that's the big question, whether it's portal or whether it's recruiting, hopefully I actually think you kind of want it to be portal if you're San Diego state, but will it, will it get them that opportunity? Obviously if a P five invite comes or whatever they want to P six in college basketball, because the big East, uh, I, I believe that we're just getting started with San Diego state then. I, I really believe that. I mean, assuming that Dutcher stays, I know he's a little long in the tooth, but uh, what do you, what do you make of that? Mac, what do you make of the future of the Aztecs? So we all loved Houston and Kelvin Sampson. I feel like we watch Houston and Kelvin Sampson 
these last couple of weeks, but in San Diego State's uniform with these tough guys, they they kind of have that six four to six seven uh, height, and they just switch a bunch of stuff, and they got older guys. I think it's important that they stay true to what they were. Don't try and recruit the highly touted guys because that's not what makes San Diego State and the Houston's go. I think that's what kind of hurt Houston uh, a little bit. They had a little bit of entitlement with some of those younger guys, and it feels like they didn't have the same chip on their shoulder. I think they'll take a slight step back next year, but I still think they're going to win, what, 22, 24 games? I mean, they're not going to go, what, 30-2 and two or 32-6, and six, but I still, I still think this is a team that gets to the tournament and has a chance to get to the second weekend. Yeah, and I, they can afford regression next year because they wouldn't yeah. be if they got the P five invite. It wouldn't be the, for this upcoming season. It would be the following year probably, um, which which then would make it super compelling. But uh, I still think they could win the Mountain West. You know, I think they'll be right there in the mix. Obviously, the Mountain West. Uh, you know, and where does it stand? Where do where do you stand on the Mountain West now? Did they you know validify themselves by? Uh, I'm sorry. Did they validate themselves? I'm making up words over here. I feel like George W. We didn't send the necessary. We didn't send the necessary uh, recruitments into into Iran, and that's why uh, you know we are uh, delayed. You know, uh, sorry. I think uh, I think it validates that? the top quality, like the top tier teams in the Mountain West for sure. But I think everybody kind of knew that San Diego state was the cream of the crop in that conference. You'd like to see it from some other team in there too, to really validate. Um, But I mean, they, they cracked the ice. They they're, they're there now. I think they, they should be in the conversation. Uh, Interesting from Brian Dutcher. He just hit the, um, the mic in the press conference, he goes, you don't need to have a million dollars in an NIL and you don't have to get every player in the portal to be successful. You just have to have kids who are about the right things that want to be beyond anything else. So I thought that was pretty cool from him saying that. And then Amen. Um, also another quote that was pulled from the interview here was uh, he was asked about the parody in college basketball and he goes, Florida Atlantic was way better in person than what we thought they were on tape. They're bringing everyone back too. I'll be surprised if they lose a game next year. Yeah. So. I actually think like, I mean, I think San Diego state will be an NCAA tournament team next year, but I, I don't think they will be deep. I, I expect yeah. Florida Atlantic to run deep, assuming they bring everybody back. Um, I think FAU I could do what Butler did where Butler, what what was it, 2010 and 2011, they got to the national spotlight, then they brought most of their guys back and ran it right back. I see the chat is being hilarious right now. Trevor's in there saying, what's happening in the chat? Who are these fucking losers? I, 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 I'm dabbling They're in and out, man, so I'm not paying attention. So, you know, we've, uh, we've had a couple of new names jump in and, you know, they're, they're having some fun in there. I timed out one, I think, the same guys back under a different username now. <laughs> it's true. I like it. I like it's a lot it. of Let's effort, go. pal. <laughs> yeah, it is. Look, and 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 we're not the type like you can tell me to go fuck myself. And look, we appreciate you coming back, but uh, you know, yeah, just uh, you know, what, what? Someone says, "What is this show?" Well, well, the show's uh, I don't know. What is this show, Mac? We're we uh we we're part of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. We uh. We drink alcohol and, and handicap college basketball and and uh, you know love college basketball or are very passionate about college basketball. So it's not just a uh, handicapping show, but it's just a show that's kind of everything. 
It's, it's, it's like got a, it's, uh, it's got a little bit of everything. It's like Seinfeld, baby. Yeah, it's like all seven police academies in one. All right. Yeah. Or was there eight eight police academies? I don't fucking remember. All right. Point is, uh, look, I don't know what the fuck. I, I'm not sitting here giving a lecture on who the fuck. What is the college basketball experience? But uh, you know, we're a couple of fucking idiots that love college basketball. Subscribe. Tell a friend. All right. Um, I will say I tracked all our double locks this year, and we hit on a 63% clip. So there's that. Yeah. That's pretty good. Well, uh, yeah. I mean, come on. I feel like if anyone that knows college hoops will know that we know what the fuck we're talking about. I mean, not only did Moneyline Mac work for fucking Hall of Fame coaches, right? But uh, we, we Noah, myself, NC Nick, Patty C, we watch a shit ton of college basketball. I would say more than any podcast I've listened to. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, uh, or at least yeah. put us up there for the most. You know, I uh, I may have cut film for a living. I may have watched more games this year than I ever have, and that's saying something. When you're getting yeah. paid to c- watch basketball, I think I may have watched more this year with this show than I ever have. I mean, yeah. we watch a shitload of college basketball. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, new so stat t- just surfaced that I found: UConn went seventeen and zero against non-Big East opponents on the season. All seventeen wins were by double digits. That's wild. That's wild. We need to get them to the Big Twelve. That is insane. <laughs> yeah, that is that is why get them to the Big Twelve. The Big East is thriving, buddy. I'm, I'm glad yeah, the Big East is thriving. Basketball this year. My, uh, it's, my heart debatable. is broken. My heart was broken when there. Remember, there was a time where the Big East almost folded. I know there was a time where it was like, no, no. Uh, I I'm, I'm glad to see the biggies thriving. Start your Yukon though. Please spend this money on your football program. All right. Patino spend this money on your foot. Yeah. You got Rick Patino coming back. You got Georgetown now. Uh, and, and you know what? I'm starting to think Kim English is going to be all right at Providence. He retained everybody. I thought everyone was going to hit the portal. I think that team might be pretty good next year. We'll see if he's going to, I still have to see it from coaching wise on the, on the, on the hardwood, but uh I think there's optimism, you know, in, in, uh, in Rhode Island there. Um, what, uh, what else hey, Dustin, should we talk about guys? Hey, Dustin, we did win the big East one year, 2010 final four. Let's go. Oh, <laughs> there we go. We've won the big there East. I love the big East. I, I love the big East. It's at the garden. It's a great league. I'm glad that they did not fold and they got a little niche now with all the Catholic schools and then UConn. Yeah. Douglas, what are you talking about? We, we don't need UConn football, David, David, I need you to talk to Douglas. Cause David's a UConn fan and we want the football team. Jim Mora jr. Is a friend of ours. He's been on our show. So uh, we want the football team to continue to thrive. Nice bowl game in year one, subscribe to the college football experience. Tyler says, where's Benedict Ben Dan told Ben that's, that's a good question. Maybe he went down to Mexico or something. Maybe he's in Houston yeah. with a Veta. That's true. He could yeah. be could be completely shit hammered in Houston, which is pretty <laughs> much it's close enough to Mexico. Oh um, yeah, and shout out, shout out, um, Justin Decker. Oh, that's oh, he's there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. Look, Justin Decker there, my guy Tommy Gimler. Shout out to my guy Tommy Gimler, uh, comedian. He sent me this text. This is a great text. I'm gonna read this one for you. Um, he goes, uh. He goes, dude. I had a chance to interview Bill Watton earlier, and that sick fuck wouldn't shut up. I think I got, 
I, I think I maybe got 12 words out of the guy. Great guy though. <laughs> Shout out to my guy, Tommy Gimler. Uh, but yeah. Okay. What else do we got to talk about here, man? The season's over. We're bummed, but we're going to talk about the portal is just, I mean, LJ Cryer is in the portal now. I mean, did you see all the, I mean, how many people are in this fucking portal? I feel like there's so many good players this year. Hunter Dickinson. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's I so many. Max Acemus. Max Acemus is in the portal. Acemus, you want to talk about, yeah. dude? Watch him go to San Diego State. He'll be he'll be Tramel part two. There's you know no what I mean? way. Like, but if he did, that adds a whole another element to their scoring, and that makes him really dangerous. Let's what? talk about where he will go. I mean, look, he's undersized, but I imagine there'll be some big time programs that will take a shot at him. I imagine the fact he's this good. I can, I, I think, uh, you know, he'll pretty much have his own pick, right? It's pretty much whoever get paid max. Uh, even though dude, max Acemas could play. He could play all over, man. He might even have it. He might even be able to play in the NBA. Fucking yeah. Earl Boykin can do it. Um, the portal's crazy. We're going to be hitting it with, with episodes there. We got questions though. Is that what you said? Yeah. I've been saving some questions that we can hit on from the chat. Um, the first one was, uh, was UConn's team this year better than Kansas's team last year? I think so. Man, that's a good question. Pro- I know, pro- question. Probably. I don't think they were better than Baylor two years ago, but I think they were better than Kansas last year. Yeah. I mean, the way Baylor was playing at the end of the year was stupid. I mean, they they ran Gonzaga, they out of the gym. Gonzaga. Yeah, 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 with those three guards and Vital that was actually the biggest lopsided tournament. Yeah, <laughs> I saw Portnoy say this is the worst NCAA tournament or championship game. That was early on when UConn was up sixteen, but still, no, no fucking way. There's a lot I can name. There's a lot. I mean, I remember when UNLV beat Duke by like thirty five in the fucking national championship. Um, Villanova. Just in 2018, drilled everybody through the tournament. They only had one test the entire time uh, against against uh, West Virginia in the Sweet 16. That was the only time they trailed the whole tournament. Yeah, I mean that's pretty. UConn's team's definitely up there, though, man. This team. Oh yeah, they done. Uh, um, what else? Uh, Greg K. Shout out to Greg Callis, man. That's my guy. Uh, FAU opened up at plus five hundred next year. Five thousand. Five thousand. Uh, oh, five thousand. Wow, plus five thousand. 501. <laughs> I can't read. Um, yeah. I mean, I don't think that's that crazy of a play. I don't think it's that crazy of a play. We got to see. I mean, I think Duke getting some of those guys back that they got. Um, so what, who went pro? I think I have a list here. Hang on. Give me a second. I have a list here. The, pro- on, the uh, problem is you don't know because they go, I'm declaring for the draft while maintaining my <laughs> that's eligibility true. That's and true. entering the transfer portal. And I can come back. So it's a B C or D. I feel like we're playing fucking uh, jeopardy over here. I mean, yeah. it, it's college basketball in 2023. That is true. That is very true. It's hard to keep track of, uh, of, of who's coming back. And, and with, with considering with the NBA drafts done until like late June. Oh, that's um, stupid. Yeah. <clears throat> So uh, let me. Uh, Mark Mitchell, I know, can't, said he was coming back. Correct? Or is he going in the M- NBA draft too? I thought Duke's Duke's got some guys that I thought was quote Rockers from Tristan back. Newton in the press conference. The vision I had when I came here was to win a national championship. <laughs> I'm very uh, blessed and thankful for the guys around me. He's got <laughs> he's got jokes. You know, he's got <laughs> fucking jokes over there. Um, so yeah, Mark Mitchell. Tyrese Proctor also came back to Duke. And I don't know if they're still testing the NBA waters. 
But you you have a lot of guys. Obviously, Kelly LePepe, the greatest basketball player on the planet. Um, he's coming back to Loyola uh, Marymount. A Smith is coming back to college. Uh, New Mexico got Jalen House, Jamal Mashburn Jr. Uh, to come back. I think those are huge. And and Donovan Dent. R.J. Davis is back. I mean, Armando Baycott. I don't know if that. I mean, they went to the championship two years ago. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Um, Drew oh, Pember. Oh, oh. Hopefully, yeah. San Diego State does better than Carolina did this year. I think they will. I um, think they will too. Jameer Young coming back to Maryland. I like that news. That's um, huge. Gibson Jimerson is coming back to St. Louis. Justin Justin Moore coming back back to Nova. I'm excited to see how Neptune does in year two with a healthier team. Um, Blackshear is coming back to Nevada. We can go on and on and on. Uh, what's another question, Noah? All right. So didn't mention it, but that last one, the UConn better than Kansas question was from Daquan. Um, Nick Famalot goes, does Brian Dutcher stay with San Diego state? Well, I think it's too late. Everyone's hired everybody. So it, 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 there's a benefit to going to the national championship. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone would there's dude. I, what, what jobs are left? I think I actually have this list I, here too. Do you know it's, how old he is? That up, I think State. While you look it up, I think he's just too emotionally tied into the program that him and Steve Fisher built. Um, yeah. So I, I think he's there for good. And especially if they go to a power program or a power conference, why would they want to leave? Yeah. Guess his age. I thought he was like 62. sixty. He's sixty-three already, and he's gonna yeah. be sixty-four and at the start of oh. next year. So it's like you're that age, you're in San Diego, you're the fucking king. Are you kidding yeah. me? That's like yeah. one of the that's one of the cities. Like, I, if I had to like list in America, like cities to retire in, where it's just like it's slow paced enough. Give me San Diego as one of the, one of my tops. Um, yeah. So uh, okay, next question. Um, so now we've got, uh, will anybody be able to stop East Carolina this year? Oh, <laughs> FAU. <Well. Lisa. laughs> we Mike Michael may the Schwartz be with you. The Schwartz is with us right now, and we are certainly happy for the the future of the East Carolina program. Like I was telling these guys before we went live, in fact, we lost Tristan Newton and a couple other guys from a year ago. I feel like we had a great first year. The the I'm I'm more optimistic about ECU's basketball than I've been since in like fucking 15, 20 years. Um probably even longer. Um, so there's that. And, and yeah, I feel like uh, Javon smaller leading score. Now I think he hit the portal though. I think he hit the portal. Uh, yeah. He, he, and my question for you, I'll, I'll propose a question. Do you think Schwartz gets him to the dance in year two? Cause I think they're right there. I think that they're an NIT NCAA NCAA tournament team with uh, Houston leaving the league, so they don't have to play Houston. I know FAU, UAB, North Texas, although McCaslin's out. I think ECU could be a 20-win team next year. The problem is, is FAU is going to run that run uh, between FAU and Memphis. Memphis, yeah. And then Paul Mills going to Wichita. I forgot about Wichita. Yeah. I feel like Ron Hunter's building too late. too late. I feel like we're probably a tier back from that. 
but yeah. we'll see, you know, there's talk that we could get some guys in the portal. I've seen, uh, I've been following uh, some of the, some of the guys they're trying to get in the portal. We'll see, but I would say like, I do, I think we can have a winning record. Yeah. I, I expect us to have a winning record next year. Now I also, we also have Abdul Rahim, who I think is bringing a couple guys from Kennesaw to South Florida. SMU should be better in year and Lanier's year two. A lot better. I think Samuel Williamson's coming back. I think for them, um, no Cincinnati They're They're also out. Yeah. But the teams that came in now, rice had a bunch of players transfer out. So I think we'll have a leg up on rice. We'll have a leg up on who the fuck else is in this conference. Now Charlotte, Cent- Charlotte, Central Charlotte's Florida's whole team transferred. Too. Yeah. Charlotte's yeah. whole team transferred. We should have a leg up on Charlotte rice. Um, you know, uh, temple did a weird hire. I feel like, I feel like we could They're a weird we, program. Yeah, yeah. I feel like we're going to be on that two lane level, but Tulane I would give an advantage to, cause I think Ron Hunter's in like what year four now, uh, maybe yeah. even year five. Whereas as may the shorts be with you is uh year two Tyler Perry. That's another one that hit the portal from North Texas. I'm telling you the portal is, I have a list here. I've been trying to keep track of this. It's too big. All right. <laughs> There's, there's like 1400 people in the portal, but I mean, there's a lot of very good basketball players. It's not like the, the portal 20 years ago. Caleb Mills is in the portal, former AAC guy, uh, player of the year at Houston. And he transferred to, to Florida state. Didn't work out Florida state. Um, Ace Baldwin, Tremont Mark. Uh, I mean, you can go on and on and on about how many uh, great Roger players. Cryer. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. There's so many good players in the portal. Uh, that, you know, we could do five hours. I could do five hours on, on the good players in the portal. Um, either way, what, any other questions before, uh, yeah, they've built up. Um, we've got, uh, so what is in the college basketball experience school supplies list for next season? (laughs) That one's just a fun one. Oh, I I like this. That's a good question. I know. (laughs) Shout out to Nick. Um, Oh yeah. Yeah. The school supplies. Uh, what whiskey got, are you filling up the, I was about to say, uh, oh, okay. Well, <laughs> I mean, we take samples, take f- from our fans out there, hopefully in Kentucky. Hey, Louisville and Kentucky fans, please. We'll take samples. Hilltopper fans. We'll take samples. Um, uh, well, wherever really, but, uh, yeah, not no vodka. Cause we got banned in Russia. So no vodka will be a part of this journey. Uh, unless it's Tito's, which is from Austin, even though it's not really from Austin, right? Don't they, they say they make it in Austin, but it's not in Austin. It's like fucking, it's like, uh, what's the beer? What's the beer in uh, Australia? That's really made in Canada. I fucking forget all this stuff, but, uh, Foster's, there you go. Everyone thinks Foster's is Australia. It's made in Canada. It's all confusing these days, but, uh, yeah, school supplies, definitely nose beers, definitely, uh, <laughs> But the real nose beers. I'm not talking cocaine, even though I am going to South America for a month on a mission. So, uh, no, not a religious mission. On a mission to have a good time. Um, yeah, you guys are stuck with me that month. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna <laughs> fire away. You're gonna have Mac just talking. You're gonna you're gonna be so sick of Big Twelve basketball. He's gonna, gonna be like, let's digging. preview the Atlantic Ten, and he's gonna be like, okay, St. Joe's had a good year last year, but let's be honest, they weren't as good. As TCU, and T- yeah, TCU, and and now they're adding Cincinnati's great fucking team. So you're gonna be stuck with that for a month, folks. While I'm <laughs> while I'm hanging out with fucking Juan Valdez. All right, so uh, uh, you got that going on. Um, so yes. 
from Richard Gerstberger. Is Bobby Hurley ultimately going to get the Duke coaching job? No. He's no. too wild. I think I – think, uh, We've just Shire, seen Bob did... or Dan win the national championship. He's pretty I, wild. <laughs> I, yeah, but, like, Shire is, like, the perfect Duke coach. Like, I thought he I did actually, a great job, actually. I, I actually did, too. And I, you know me. I like to shit on Duke and the ACC, but I – I thought Shire did a good job. I mean, you you follow up a legend like that. I thought he did a good job, and they were playing their best ball. They just ran into a bad matchup against Tennessee. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. I agree. Oh, David's saying we should, you know, and David, summer camp might be, for, for the college basketball experience, <laughs> it might be a trip for a UConn football game. All right? <laughs> There you, go. you know, we, we've been talking about it, even though I think I might go to Laramie. Uh, I'll, I'll see what I can do about a trip to the wrench to get twisted. David shout out to David and all these longtime listeners are fantastic. Um, uh, any other questions? Yeah, we've got, we've got a few. Um, who do you think is going to be the best freshman coming in next year? Have you guys paid attention to recruiting much yet? <laughs> I've paid that, attention. Some that comes but from like... Nick Bam a lot. I didn't even know freshman existed anymore. Yeah, I feel like it's so <laughs> hard true. to do now. Um, I will say, well, here, let me quickly pull up the top. I'm going to pull up like the top 50 recruits. Um, we know how cool he's got. Kentucky's got a juggernaut of a class. Yeah, I mean that's the one. Terrell Furman's already let me know that he's like, dude. Uh, I'm, I'm trying to remember. I think it was. Uh, I want to say it was Justin Edwards, maybe that uh, Terrell was telling me about. That's just, uh, or maybe it's Dillingham. One of those two, he was telling me that was just insane. And he's like, Kentucky's going to be loaded. But the problem is, is when, when I look at Kentucky's, you know, got four guys in the top yeah. 10, according to 24 seven sports. And is that going to pay off in March? Like we saw Duke have the best recruiting class ever. And it only got them to what they got to this round, round of 32. 32. Yeah. Yeah. Will that pay off? I don't know. Uh, you know, they got Wheeler in the portal. Now like, he probably needed to hit the portal because that just wasn't working with Calipari, but I don't know. I feel like they got is to, is to Shibe coming back. Maybe, but you know, he's got to work on some things himself. That was a um, question in here too, from Kyle Cooper, ACC Kyle, um, Oscar coming back, bounce back year question mark. Sure. Shit. The talent is there, but they're so young, man. These four guys are going to, I just, I, I think in today's day and age college basketball, we've seen now how many tournaments, like, I feel like the last six final fours have been super fucking experienced teams. UConn was super experienced. Uh, San Diego state was like 30 years old. Uh, FAU was like, it's young, but young experience. If that makes sense, because the COVID eligibility, they're all, it says sophomores, but they're yeah. really juniors. So, um, and then Maybe you Cal have, Perry's better with freshmen. Like maybe and, that's just yeah. his deal. Well, I mean, well, then you have Miami. Yeah, no, but, but uh, Miami was super experienced, but dude, Calipari's team. I want to say in 2020 or 19, when they missed the NCAA tournament was all freshmen, right? Yeah. I, I don't, I don't know. Calipari may just be done at Kentucky. I, I, I feel like that, that program's just gone stale, but well, I you can't I, fire him with this class coming in. I know. No, <laughs> he's unfireable, but, uh, I think the key is just being as old as possible. I think that's kind of been a key over these last couple of years. Baylor was really old. Kansas was really old. Now UConn was relatively old. And then all these other teams that advance in the tournament were old. It's so funny to see the recruiting rankings. Like, uh, like 
so Isaiah Collier is, is out of Georgia. He's going to USC. That's the top recruit in the nation. According to 24 seven sports, if you go to on three, they have the guy who's number 12 on 24, seven sports, Cody Williams going to Colorado as the number one recruit in the nation. That's a big fucking difference from one to 12. <laughs> you know what I mean? It, they don't know what the fuck they're talking about. Let's be honest. They're just doing that for clicks. I, I, I don't know how you really gauge who the best player in the country is when they're playing at the high school level. Unless it's like flat out like LeBron, where you're just like, oh my God. You know what I mean? I feel like uh Zion. Yeah. 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 Um, but I'm super excited to see. I, I I see I still think Kentucky will probably make the NCAA tournament. Maybe even make like this. I think you the furthest you could probably go being that young is like sweet sixteen, maybe elite eight. What do you think yeah, about that? Yeah. Probably. I, I think so. I mean, maybe if they get a lucky draw, they get to the final four once again, but I don't know. It, 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 the magic is not there. It seems like anymore in Kentucky, it's kind of gotten stale. I know he's changed up his staff multiple times over the last couple of years, but it just, I don't know. It just doesn't seem like Kentucky is Kentucky right now. Again, under uh, Cal Perry. And, and I agree with Kyle Cooper who says, seems like you can build a battle tested team so much easier now through the portal. That's what I'm saying is like, yeah. I mean, look at all four final four teams. We, we mentioned three guys on UConn that played substantial minutes. Uh, that were transfers. You, you look uh, at San Diego State. You know they have, I think, three or four that are pretty substantial transfers. Bradley was at Cal. Tremel was at Seattle. Uh, Lade was was at everywhere. Um, and I I'm st- I still think there's another one on that on that team that was getting minutes that transferred. Um, then you have Miami, their whole team. I mean, well, you had Nigel Peck, Omir, Jordan Miller. All those are transfers. Um, I'm probably even forgetting some there. And then uh, FAU. Well, FAU actually is like kind of the well, no, the, the, the the Russian center was a Texas Tech transfer. But uh, I feel like some of that was also their actual scouting department. FAU, like, shout out to FAU. Um, but uh, yeah, okay, next question. Mid major to make noise next year that is not Florida Atlantic. Got to see what happens in the portal because <laughs> I mean, <laughs> like an Oral Roberts would have been a candidate with Max Asmus, but he's gone. So it's, I mean, uh, I just hit on three guys returning for New Mexico. I think that's key. Yeah. Now, yeah, Richard Patino still has to prove to me that he's a good coach because he certainly didn't at Minnesota or, you know, they kind of faded down the stretch here at New Mexico this year. I know some of that was injury related, but that's one that would jump, would jump out to me. Um, who else? I mean, I would think, so you got Odom left Utah state. So I would not say Utah state. I'm trying to yeah. think of the best mid major conferences. The CUSA what, is now the AAC essentially. What about Odom at VCU? It depends who, if they lost I mean, everyone hit the portal. So I, I, that's a question mark to me. I need to see the roster. I I think think that more guys are going to come back than people think. Cause it's kind of, they got a good culture there. I texted Mac. I was like, if I was, if I was a D one talent in college and I went through the whole transfer process, I'd want to dip my toe in, get all the gear and then make my decision after I make all these trips to campus too. You know, (laughs) (laughs) he wants to be stroked. Austin, yeah. uh, that's what all these kids want to do. Uh, Rob Donaldson flex and Austin P potentially in the OVC. Well, someone's got to win that thing. And they did bring in some guys from Northwestern state. I think they brought in a guy from the AE too, right? Yeah. Um, if you want a real dark horse Radford, <laughs> let's go. Yeah. I, yeah. 
I think I mean, uh, they've been good with the transfers. I think the good answer. I think New Mexico is a good answer because they had it this year. They started off what seventeen and zero, and they bring back a lot of the pieces from that squad. They have the make like the foundations, in my opinion. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think. Uh, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if UAB. I know Jelly Walker leaves, but he's super aggressive in the portal. Uh, so I wouldn't be surprised if 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 Kennedy landed some big some big names. Um, I don't know. Besides Gonzaga and stuff, I'm trying to think of like who could who could another mid major be that that. Liberty. I mean, Day- Dayton's. But Dayton's probably going to have guys that leave the portal. Liberty could. I mean, but they lose. They lose. They what's lose his McGee. name? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'd say Ken- Kennesaw was good, but they lose uh, Raheem, and then they lose those guards as well. I mean, that that that's a wild one right there. Maybe Asheville. I think South Florida could also, man. I think South Florida getting because I think uh, multiple guys from Kennesaw are going to join them there. So, uh, that, how much that does be- Charleston lose? They lose, they lose, um, they lose some guards, but I mean, Charleston's a destination too. Like if you're like a fifth year guy coming from another mid major, that's a great place to play your fifth year. Yeah. D D Merrick Larson. Uh, it was Larson D Merrick. Good. Get him out of here. Uh, D Merrick. <laughs> uh, are you guys going to do an NBA or baseball now that college basketball done? Cause I only watch you guys, not that other group of guys. Uh, we are going to do, we, we talk, we talk college football, college baseball, college basketball, man. And we're going to be talking all of that year round pretty much, you know, uh, even the frozen four will have a, a cut some short clips, I think for no, from Noah Beanick perhaps. Um, but yeah, so like we already talk, I mean, it's going to be college football, like f- five episodes this week, five episodes next week. And then, you know, we're still doing some college basketball content, college baseball content. Um, and then I'm going to go to, I'm going to go to South America for a month and probably give you one episode a week, but Mac will, will be fired away talking big 12. We're going to do a month of big 12 basketball. <laughs> no um, doubt. You know, no, we, that, that's a good answer. Did right Trezarian there. Trezarian white leave. Is he still there? I think he's so. Still there, I, like I think so. Uh, Dustin Wilmington. Weasel with Wilmington. Yeah, I like that. Hofstra. Yeah. You mentioned Hofstra too. While it wasn't Hofstra. Doesn't they lose? Didn't they lose Estrada? Am I crazy? Is Estrada gone? No, I think Estrada had one more year. Okay, okay. But he has it. I'm sure he'll transfer. Uh, now that Max Aismas is out, the Tommies are going to win the Summit. Oh, I like that. <laughs> no, they're, they're but they're, they didn't their best player hit the portal? Oh, they'll reload. They always reload. Yeah, they're the Tommies. Yeah. Shoenecker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're back at the point where we're finding our darlings in November, the ni- my, 19 to one dogs, Maine. My yeah. season Noah tickets had. next year. They're going to come through Denver. How's Denver going to be next year? No, I have no idea. Dude. Well, Drake was super experienced and they're gone, right? Yeah. They lose Bradley. Bradley will probably be, Bradley's a good answer. I think Bradley is not. I, I, I think Drake was the more senior ridden team than Bradley. I'm going off memory from a month ago. But I believe Bradley might be there st- if they keep their team intact, which who knows with the portal. Um, but yeah, I'd Is, say so. Drake started four seniors and Tucker DeVries. Is he off to the NBA? Isn't he? Isn't uh, he? I don't think he's going to get drafted. DeVries. Yeah. And... Hey, you, you know who could be good? Loyola. <laughs> Chicago? So no, uh, Marymount. Oh, oh yeah, but they yeah, lose. I mean, uh, 
They but lose they Shelton. Lose, they lose Cam Shelton. Oh, I thought he Shelton had one transfer, more year. Correct. Well, they got LaPepe. You know, yeah. culture boy. Yeah. So yeah. look, so uh, I'm pulling out Bradley's starting five right now. Now, this from is... TVDBJ, Merrimack wins the NEC. Oh, they can finally go to the fucking NCAA tournament too, right? Yeah. Yeah, fair day. So so their top two scorers for Bradley should be able to be back. Uh, Their third scorer is gone, and their fourth scorer should be back. I mean, but who knows if they hit the portal and end up at Butler or something. Um, Yeah, so they return a lot. They're starting five, four out of their five could return. Now, who knows if that happens? Bradley Braves, maybe one we consider. Um what about in the A ten? It's got to be Dayton. Dayton has been recruiting very well. Can they ever put it together? What do you think well, that issue more? The, pro- is? the is problem is, is they they got well. I I I can't kill Dayton because they had a dream team in twenty twenty, which is just yeah. a couple years ago. I mean, they got we talked about gonna be a one State. seed. Yeah, they had they had the best player in college yeah. basketball a year with Obi Toppin. So. I don't know. I, I think that they could put it together again. Um, what about Fordham, man? <laughs> yeah, Fordham Rams. Fordham, Quisenberry's gone, though. One. Quisenberry's yeah. gone. Oh. Quisenberry's gone. Uh, Greg Callis, uh, shout out to Greg. This is why I love TCE. Championship game, 90 <laughs> minutes over, and uh, you know, 1 a.m. and breaking down Bradley Brave basketball. There we go, <laughs> folks. Folks, yeah. subscribe to the college basketball One more. experience. It's super okay. on brand. Super on brand. Okay, okay. Who's the way too early Courtney Love team for next season? We had North Carolina <laughs> this year. Who is it? Great question from Nick Catini. Oh, that this is, is good. Question. Shout out to Nick. Um, Who's everybody I mean, going to You know, love? it could be North Carolina next year, too. But, it could um, be again. Um, could be UConn. <laughs> no, I think UConn everybody's going to love them and they're bringing, every, they're bringing everybody true. back. Could it be Duke? <laughs> year two no. of John Shira. We saw what happened year two of Hubert Davis after the, the recruiting legend. class. Yeah, hold on. I'm trying, I think it could be Kentucky. <laughs> I mean, I'll, what about? I'll actually, I yeah, it's give probably it Kentucky. Answer. Maybe UCLA. Yeah, I'm doing some research here. <laughs> Alabama. Alabama's a good one, Rob. Yeah, Alabama's yeah. a great one. The karma hits him here. Wrong yeah. place. Alabama's wrong a great, great answer. Yeah, <laughs> Arizona. Arizona. Yeah. I mean, Krisha is leaving, or Krisha, whatever the fuck, however you pronounce it. Yeah, I mean, Krisha. We haven't Fucking... seen Gonzaga place uh, without Timmy since Adam Morrison was there. So, I mean, that's going to be a transition. They should get Max Acemas. <laughs> they, they should they, get Max Acemas. You know who I saw recruiting Max Acemas on Twitter tonight was uh, Marquise Noel at K-State. I thought he was oh. off to the NBA. No, he, he was saying he should replace him. Oh. Yeah. 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 That's perfect. They're regional, yeah. too. And That would little. be amazing. Yeah. That would be fucking amazing. I was surprised um, to see uh, that his his high school teammate or uh, hit the portal. Masad hit the portal. Yeah, K State. Why? He just hit a game winner to get to the Elite Eight. What are like you doing? Forty feet. <laughs> Unless you're going to Rick Pitino because you're you're from New York City. That's the only thing I can think of. So you're you're yeah. sitting there. You're sick of Manhattan, Kansas. You've been through all the scattered ass, and you just say, "Hey, uh, I want to go back home to New York City." What's uh what's uh St. John's win the national championship next year? <laughs> what's that long shot? Uh, I can't wait to watch them at the I cannot wait to watch them at the garden or in Queen, wherever Mac, the fuck. Yeah. Can I ask you about Kansas? They lose Grady Dick and Jalen Wilson. They're gonna have somewhat of a freshman class coming in, but 
They're going to get Hunter see. Dickinson probably. We got to see how they do in the portal, but they'll probably get LJ Cryer. <laughs> I mean, we yeah. saw it with McCuller. Yeah. Kansas will be in the top 10 next year. We just saw them lose what a Baji and Braun. And then it was like, oh, wow, Wilson and uh, Braun. That's or, why uh, I think they might be good. a little. That's why I think they might be a little bit overhyped. Everybody puts their their chips just all in again with Bill we, Self. We we got to answer these questions in like August though, when we know what the sure. rosters will look like. It's a it's a, a completely really. I mean, honestly, like as of like ten days ago, there was twelve hundred people in the portal. <laughs> I would only I'm I'm guessing it's like at fifteen hundred now because that was before Aismas, before Dickinson, before Cryer. Uh, so it, it, you were kind of just having fun here with it, but uh, yeah. Folks, yeah, Hunter Dickinson to Wyoming. Let's go. Uh, well, uh, one last portal nugget. I'll be in Morgantown the same weekend. John Hughley's in Morgantown. That is fucking disgusting, by the way. <laughs> yeah, thank you. All right, <laughs> eat shit pit one last All time, right. baby. Let's go. Shots. Hold on, I gotta find it. I fucked up this whole soundboard. Um, to be honest, I'll just say, I'll just say this: you. you disloyal fool ass bitch made punk. <laughs> It's from training day, Denzel training day. Um, but, uh, yeah, I don't know where my gun went, but, uh, yeah, I, I, come on. You cannot go. The one school you can't transfer to is West Virginia. Well, Hey, Fucking we, disgusting. we said you can't transfer in league. We're not in the same league. Pitt doesn't in- have any rivals in, in the ACC. Well, they got to beat us for a damn change and make this a rivalry. Again. If he goes to West Virginia, <laughs> I expect hey, more one-star reviews because I will be playing that sound drop every fucking time they, they, they play. All right. He wants Folks. to win the brawl for change. <laughs> there you go. Talk your shit, buddy. All right. Yeah. Uh, yes. Yes. Uh, folks. Yeah. John Hughley, John Hughley. Look, you're a good basketball player and you're looking for a better opportunity. Just be a solid human being and don't go to the rival. Don't go to the rival. And, and cause basically You'd be doing you'd be doing this here, and I can't find this here, but uh oh, him an NIL package, baby. But a chameleon, lemon headed, coward, terrorist pussy. And I'm after you, buddy. You're gonna pay for it. Good night. I drink and um, I don't have stress and I'm healthy. Folks, we appreciate you rocking with us all year. The, 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 I'm gonna say thank you, but at the same time, it ain't stopping. All right, we don't stop. This is my fucking life, all right. We talk about it nonstop. College basketball, college football, college baseball. Subscribe. We're on to get you know the college basketball experience, the college baseball experience, the college football experience, all on separate feeds. Subscribe. We come together as one on YouTube, youtube.com slash the college experience. We are part of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Check out the Sports Gambling Podcast. I got a big thing for the Masters this upcoming weekend. I'll be back tomorrow talking college football. All right. Me and Mac will be back talking college basketball. He's also going to have a show in a couple months that we're going to have to promote very, very uh, strongly. So he'll have his own shit that he's doing, but he also has the Ryan and rush show, the NFL gambling podcast, Noah Phoenix, always behind the scenes, zapping roaches and rats, you know, in the chat. And uh, he's the host of the college baseball experience. So check that out. Uh, and yeah, that, that season's just starting. All right. So we appreciate you guys get the SGPN app. What a great season. Congrats to the Yukon Huskies. Shout out to David and all the other Yukon fans out there, but be sure to not drink responsibly tonight. Uh, folks, this is the college basketball experience. You better start thinking about yours and we out of here. Run.